A solo travel woman is a woman who is passionate about exploring new destinations, immersing themselves in different cultures, and really getting out there to create these once-in-a-lifetime memories without letting fear or anyone hold them back. Welcome to the Solo Travel Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and each week I am here to help motivate, inspire, and empower you to take your next solo adventure. Whether you've traveled solo before or maybe you're just thinking about it, you're going to learn so much here as we dive into different destinations, give the best tips around budgeting and planning your next solo itinerary. You're going to hear from all different experts and travel enthusiasts about their solo adventures. So I invite you to tune in each week as we take this amazing journey together on the Solo Travel Woman Podcast. Hello, solo travelers. Welcome to the Solo Travel Woman Podcast. Before we get started today, I wanted to share a couple really exciting things that have happened over the last week here at Solo Travel Woman and the Solo Travel Woman Society. If you do not know, the Solo Travel Woman Society is a community of women who are empowered and want to enrich their lives via travel. And we've come together to build a sense of community. We have amazing workshops and happy hours and all the things to just really educate, inspire, um, and share with each other all the things we love about travel. And so we are kicking off, and it was announced this week, our Solo Travel Woman Society Getaway, which will take place in Morocco, March 30th to April 14th of 2022. If you go to our website, which is solotravelwoman.com, and you go to the society page, you will see all of the details on how to become a member of the society and how you can join us on this insanely amazing trip that will be taking place next year. So just wanted to throw that out there. If anyone's interested, definitely check it out. It's going to be an amazing time and I am just so excited. So let's get into today. Probably going to be a little bit of a short and sweet um, podcast episode for y'all today. We have some really great ones coming up in the future with some really inspiring women as guests. But today I really want to focus on enriching your life from travel. You know, we all know that travel is probably one of the best things you could do for yourself. However, I don't think many people realize the extent it really can enrich your life. It's not just, you know, clearing your head for a week or disconnecting from technology for a week and all of those type of things that make traveling and vacations really worthwhile and obviously important because that's all very important things. However, Travel can do so much more for a person, and it does so much more. I know I have personally learned so much through my years of travel, things I probably would not have learned had I not gone out there to explore. And so I just wanted to share some of that with you and see how, you know, how you can enrich your life if you didn't know some of these things. And definitely, you know, when you're viewing this podcast, and you leave us a review or anything like that, share with us, you know, how travel has enriched your life because other viewers would love to see that and be inspired by more than just what I'm saying here. So to me, one of the biggest ways travel enriches your life is by helping you 
you know, going into what we talked about last week, how to help you really smash stereotypes and open your mind. Many of us here in the United States where I'm from, you know, we are force fed through media and politics, specific images and views and beliefs about religions, certain countries, a certain person, etc. And when you're young, you don't know any better. This stuff is on the news everywhere you go. It's force-fed to you. You don't know better to speak up and challenge that opinion until you get older. And then unfortunately, when you get older, some people do not open their mind to new experiences and get out there. So those beliefs continue and they don't, they don't get open and they don't change. In fact, they, they kind of fester and get worse, if that makes sense. And so I personally believe in order to break those stereotypes and those ideals that society force feeds us, you have to get out there and experience things firsthand. And that is why to me, travel is so important. It exposes you to so many new things from different sights and sounds and landscapes and experiences, but most importantly, cultures, religions, and people. I grew up Roman Catholic, you know, Irish Catholic, very stereotypical Catholic, and I didn't, you know, know any other religion. And because of travel, you know, obviously I learned stuff in school, but that's only a sliver of what things really are and what really happened out there. But travel is how I've been able to open my mind and learn more. And in fact, it's helped me discover other religions that I'm quite fond of and believe more in. And, you know, also here in the United States, and, you know, I apologize in advance because unfortunately it's what's force fed here and it's disgusting and I wish it was different. But there are stereotypical opinions of predominantly Muslim countries and Unfortunately, there are a lot of people that believe those stereotypes and force-fed opinions and don't try to experience things for themselves. And so I went to Turkey in 2015, and I went there assuming, based on what I was taught and saw here, that men and women were going to look a certain way, dress a certain way. I wasn't someone who was all nervous or scared or anything like that. I never held that stereotype at all. I never was someone who believed that a religion is bad. I never was like that. However, I did assume they would look a certain way, which is still wrong. And so I went to Turkey not knowing, and I ended up going on a tour to Ephesus, which is insanely beautiful. If you've never been, you have to go. You literally walk on marble pathways that like Mark Antony and Cleopatra walked on. It's it's just stunning. And anyways, I digress. I, my guide was a blonde haired, blue eyed man in Bermuda shorts and sandals, born and raised in Kushadasi, Turkey. And that completely broke down any, any thought I had about what Turkish men look like. And he made the joke. He's like, I bet you all were expecting to see something different. And what is so heartbreaking and sad is that every single person on that tour, whether they were from America, China, there were some Australians there, all 100% said yes. They all believed they would see exactly what I thought I was going to see. And that is how horrible it is 
what our media and politics and things like that push out there because they literally ingrain in you a belief about a certain people and we believe it. And you wouldn't know different until you get out there and explore. And to me, that experience I had is the definition of why you have to travel. It is the reason why you have to get out there. It has opened my mind up so much and I've become so much more inviting to all different sorts of people, no matter your race, religion, beliefs, culture, ethnicity, any, anything. It all doesn't matter. We all bleed red and we all shit shit. That's, that's, that is what it is. And sorry to get gross, but it's true. And I wouldn't have become that open-minded, I don't think, if it wasn't for that experience I had. And so to me, that is the most important way travel enriches your life is because it opens you up to so many new things. And, you know, one tip I want to give on how to make the most out of travel and really go through those experiences is to become more culturally immersive. You know, stay, live, break bread with locals, skip tourist attractions, and opt to really spending the day like a local. You know, not saying don't go to some tourist attractions. You know, if you've never been to Paris, go see the Eiffel Tower, you know, for sure. However, don't make that your sole reason for traveling. You know what I mean? Go to a local vineyard, see how people live, sit at a cafe and just people watch. That to me is extremely, extremely important. So that, you know, I talked a lot about that, but some other ways travel can really enrich your life is I have suffered from severe anxiety my whole life. I worry about everything. I worry about everyone. I don't care at all about what happens to me. I I literally focus my anxiety on everyone. I'm so scared of bad things happening. And you would think someone like me would be terrified to travel by herself and would be terrified to experience new things. But I don't know what it is. I become like a whole different person. And I have to say travel has completely helped improve my mental health. Has it cured it? Absolutely not. Do I work on it every day? Absolutely. However, to anyone who deals with mental health issues, myself, like I said, included, there are times we feel completely defeated. There are times I sit here and I'm sure many others do and you don't know what your purpose in life is. You know, I'm 35. I thought I'd be married with children by now and I have none of that. And I spent so much time upset about that and really, really just kind of wondering why, like why? And over the past few years, I've learned that maybe that's not my purpose in life. Maybe my purpose is what I'm doing right now, inspiring all of you and sharing my story with all of you. And I wouldn't have found that purpose if it wasn't for travel. And that depression around not being where I thought I should be and in my 30s would not have been Now, again, it's not cured. I still have moments of those feelings, but they're significantly less than what it used to be. And I don't think it would have been had I not started traveling. And so to me, travel is one of the best medicines. You know, not only is it one of the fastest ways you can grow as a human, but it's a way to rediscover who you are as an individual and find a true passion or purpose. And if you had tuned in to my episode with Tiffany Mosher, the author of Beauty Beyond the Threshold, you had learned that she rediscovered her sense of purpose after going through a pretty, pretty bad divorce and some other, you know, personal things. 
she found international volunteerism and she was able to give back to these communities that were heavily impacted by natural disasters and economic impacts and all these things. And it helped her find her sense of purpose. She was able to help other communities and give them something excited about and look forward to. She changed lives and in return, it changed her life. And so travel is more than having like a cool trip and sipping pina coladas. It can really change your life and your outlook on life. And so not, I don't think many people understand that. And I want to make sure that if you are someone struggling with anything mental health related or anything, sadness, depression, anxiety, anything, look into traveling and doing something like that for yourself. Because I promise you, it's only going to help. Becoming the best version of yourself is also another way travel really enriches your life. I think not only does it teach you about other people and cultures and open your mind to new things like we've just talked about, but I think it actually teaches you even more about who you are. Like I said, I'm someone who worries about everything. I am always scared of something happening to someone I love. However, I never realized how actually brave and strong and independent I was until I started traveling on my own. And, you know, when I'm traveling, I'm, it's not that I'm a different person in the sense that I'm fake, but something comes alive in me that just is more confident and self-assured and independent, more so than I am when I'm in my bubble at home. You know, I'm always worried about what people are thinking about me. I'm always worried about what I look like. I'm always, you know, unfortunately, it's something I've suffered with my whole life. When I am traveling, I am a very confident woman. I am out there. I put myself out there. I meet new people. I'm not as reserved or self-conscious, you know, because I know I have nothing to lose. If someone rejects me in a way of conversation or anything like that, I'm never going to see him again. However... If I don't put myself out there, I could be missing the opportunity to make a lifelong friend, which I have over the course of the years traveling. I have friends that I'm closer to that I met on my travels than friends that I've had for years in my hometown, you know? And so I wouldn't have made those friendships had I not put down my barriers of insecurity and shyness and, you know, I'm like an introverted extrovert (laughs) or or an extroverted introvert introvert, or however you want to say it, you know? Obviously, you see that I put myself out there. I do this podcast. I write a blog. I post on social media. But when I'm in situations I'm uncomfortable in or with a lot of people, I'm actually quite reserved. And travel has helped me, though, open up. I work in events as well. And I'm like, I wear a different hat when I'm at events. I'm more open. I'm all these things. But if I go to a party on my own, like for me, totally different. I am so shy. And, you know, that kind of ties into getting more comfortable in social situations. It's another way travel has helped me and can help you. And, you know, meeting new people while traveling is actually one of the easiest things you could do. And like I said, the best part is you'll meet people from all over the world that'll become lifelong friends. I have friends in London and Australia and New Zealand in San Diego that I talk to regularly. And it's because of travel. And you know, a pro tip I want to give you that is if you're someone who is shy and you're traveling to a new country, especially by yourself, that is different than any country you've been, or maybe there's language barriers, find something comforting to help you get out of your comfort zone. Does that make sense? So for example, I was in Peru and I've told this story before, but for those who haven't heard it, I was in Peru and it was my first day there. And now I know a, you know, a little bit of Spanish, but nothing extensive. 
And I, it was a small town. I was in Cusco and I, I didn't know what to do. And I found an Irish pub in Cusco. And I went to it because that Irish pub kind of just gave me a sense of a New York Irish pub where I live. It was comfortable, you know. And I sit down and I'm looking at the menu and I notice they say buffalo wings. So, of course, being from Buffalo, New York, originally I had to order them. And because of how not bad, they were delicious, but bad in the sense they were definitely not buffalo wings. (laughs) They were roasted wings, you know. And so because of that, it enabled me to strike up a conversation with my bartender which ended up, you know, being a really funny conversation, which then brought in two Australian tourists that were sitting next to me into the conversation that then I started talking to outside of that conversation. And I ended up palling around with them for the day. And I made really good friends, you know, travel friends. And all because I went to a place that was in my comfort zone, had a situation occur that enabled me to break a barrier down just a little bit, which then broke the barrier down fully. So that's what I'm saying. Go somewhere comfortable to help you get out of your comfort zone if you are not yet someone who has traveled alone or traveled even with someone and broken that barrier to meet other people. And then you will find yourself meeting just people wherever you go. I mean, I'd be in a local market just talking to somebody random. I met a gentleman from the U.S. who actually went to Peru on a trip, met a woman at a painting class he went to, fell madly in love first glance, and it's been 22 years and he never went back to the States. Like those stories I wouldn't know unless I opened up my world and my mind to new people and new experiences and embraced it. And now to this day, I, like I said, I'm very introverted at home to an extent that has broken down over the years. And I wouldn't be surprised if within the next couple of years, I'm completely different. <laughs> you know, it's always changing. Another way travel really helps you is it really helps you become a more adaptable person and embrace the unknown. Now, like I said, I have come from the world of events. I Adaptability is part of the job description. Um, things go wrong, things happen, and you have to learn how to adapt and move forward with it. And the same is true for traveling. I don't know a single person, myself included, that has been on a trip where something didn't happen, whether it was you lost your luggage or the hotel overbooked or your cab didn't show up to the airport that you pre-ordered or whatever it may be. Even if it's something little as you lost your ticket to a museum, something is bound to happen. It is life. It is what it is. It happens. But it's okay. If you let every single little thing that happens in your life become a huge catastrophe, oh boy, are you going to be a stressed out person 24-7. And, you know, these things are always going to happen. Always. But it's how you handle it that's going to make the whole world of difference in that situation. You know, getting flustered and really stressed out is not going to help a situation ever. It's never helped a situation. However, many people do react that way. Myself included. I've had, I've had moments of things happening that I become such a hothead that I want to knock myself out and sh- to quiet me up. I get it. We all get there. You're never going to not. You're always going to have moments of that. But if you can just stop and think before you react, you will realize you will not get your way or get any type of solution if you act that way. And so being prepared and going into your trip and your journey 
expecting the unexpected is going to really help you and save you a whole lot of stress. If you go in knowing that you will, that something's bound to happen, so prepare as much as you can, but if not, what are your plan Bs? Let's say you lose, your luggage is lost. Did you stash away a couple hundred dollars, you know, in an emergency fund? And that money you can use to buy a few outfits until your luggage gets there. You know, think of ways you can adapt, you know, and you can go into any unknown territory. You know, I've had moments where I've hopped on a metro and totally end up in the wrong place than I thought I was supposed to be. And now that can leave someone extremely stressed and scared, especially if you're in a new area and place. It can leave you you know, wondering, oh my gosh, why am I here by myself? I clearly can't handle it. However, if you can embrace it and think of it as an unexpected experience and try to make the most out of it, then I think you're just going to enjoy it that much more. And who knows, you might find a hidden gem you didn't know was out there. Yeah, you wouldn't have found if you didn't get on that wrong train. And, you know, it's like I said, it's not to say you will still won't have many panic attacks or many worries and worries and fears. I mean, you're a human. It's going to happen. I know when my flights are delayed and if I'm going to miss my connecting flight, I probably get so beat red. People think I have a sunburn. I get nervous and anxious and stuff. But watch what you're doing. You know, don't don't take that out on other people. It's going to ruin your experience and you want your experience to be a positive one. And the more you learn to cope with these things while on the road and traveling, you're going to be able to apply it to all aspects of your life and just make your whole life in general a lot better. And now these are just a few things of how travel enriches your life. I mean, I could probably go on for an hour, but we all know attention spans these days are not an hour long. But I'll leave you with this. The only trip you will ever regret is the one you do not take. So take that trip. Enrich your life. Try to make yourself a better person through these experiences. I promise you it will not go wrong. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Please remember to follow or subscribe on the podcast platform you're listening on. And if you really liked what you heard today, give us a rating. We love to hear from you and get your feedback. See you next week.